Well, hello everybody. I'm Hal. And I'm Melanie. And we want to welcome you to another episode of Making Biblical Family Life Practical. Well, the holidays are upon us again. Let's talk about gift giving. Let's talk about gift giving. First of all, gift giving is appropriate. (laughs) It is something, it's a way that we remember that Mm -hmm. God has given us the best gift of all, Mm -hmm. eternal life through Jesus Christ. It's a way that we can emulate the three kings as they brought gifts to the Savior. True. It's, well, like we were we were referencing uh, in a previous episode about uh, in Nehemiah, where they they encouraged the people who were who were struck by God's goodness and, and His holiness and I love, love this passage. Where he said, "They said, go your way, eat the fat, drink the sweet, and send portions to those for whom nothing is prepared. For the day is holy to our Lord. Do not sorrow, for the joy of the Lord is your strength." Now, now, I mean, this Christmas is, isn't commanded in the in the Word of God. You can't say, uh, "Yeah, no. this day is holy to the Lord." It's not. So part, but, but we can know, glorify God. This wasn't an ordained holiday either. This was no. just a this was just an event. This a was just celebration, a, just yes. a worship service. And they just said, "Wow, the, we are really overwhelmed with God's goodness here. How let's can we celebrate? Cele- yep. Let's celebrate it. Let's enjoy the good stuff." And so, the, you know, the, it, gift giving though is kind of complicated because so many people go absolutely slap wild. They go into debt. They they. Mm. Like I'm terrified to go to the stores on on Black Friday. People run each other down. Well, I tell you, it it can be a little a little disturbing walking through this. I mean, here we are. It's in early November still, and I'm walking through the stores, and it's like a full court press joy for sale. You know. Yeah, and so, I don't think that's really. appropriate either. Mm-mm. So, how do you so. find the balance? I think you need to think through your gift giving. You yeah. know, you need to to realize what is the goal. Is the goal to consume as much as possible? It shouldn't be. It's to impress your friends. It's to have something before somebody. No, uh-uh. the goal is to show our love for one another. Right. And, you know, you don't have to spend a lot of money to do that. No, but, the you know, they say the thought counts. It really does. Well, you know, one of our kids is the best bargain shopper in the world. Mm-hmm. She often shops at, at a dollar store. She'll mm-hmm. spend a dollar, two dollars, maybe three dollars on each person mm-hmm. and always gets the perfect gift for that person. Because she's thoughtful. Because she's thoughtful. She really is good at looking at other people and their needs and their likes and desires and finding something that hits it right bang on every time. Well, you know, it. It's something that kind of struck me this past week. I was I was talking with a, a customer on the phone, and she was um, she was doing some Christmas shopping early. And we think, bless you, brethren, if you're shopping early this this time. You know, this Christmas is is going to be interesting with the supply chain. But um, she was talking about her uh, her grandson's Christmas list, and I was thinking about that. That you know, when I was a child, I remember we get the wish book, the Sears catalog would come in, and it's like. I, I just need to do an inventory. I oh, just, I just, like I one made, of everything on I made this page. these lists, just pages oh. and pages and pages long. I don't, yeah, I don't, I admire my parents' patience with me because I would have stopped my kids. I said, this is ridiculous. Oh, give gosh. me five things. Give me three things, you know? So, I mean, some of us have those memories and we remember our own childhood and our own acquisitiveness. And you would think, you know, I don't want my children to be that way. Okay. I get that. But you know what? There is a value in a list. Not to say, 
here's my purchase order for Christmas. I want you to supply these things to me, but rather to say, here are some ideas. If you're trying to, if you're looking to buy a, a gift for a family member, where would you even start with some of them? Well, and we have a lot of big families I know draw names and things like that, but mm-hmm. we, we don't, we've resisted that because I don't, I don't want it to become something transactional. Right. You know, instead we want to encourage people to look at each other's needs and desires and do something, anything, even if it's a dollar to say, I appreciate you. Uh-huh. Even if you give a gift to a family, like, you know, your yeah. brother's family or something, this is something your family will enjoy. Mm-hmm. Let's do something that directs love toward people. And one way that we have made this more doable is we have a Google doc, mm-hmm. the family, the family gift list, and it has everybody's name. And after everybody's name, there's several categories, free, uh-huh. mm-hmm. um, zero to $5, five to $10, Ten to thirty dollars, big gifts. Yeah, your and, and, and your ranges will vary. I mean, some families, some families, five dollars is going to be a huge purchase. Some families, five dollars is what they spend on a cup of coffee. You know, yeah. your your own your own budget will dictate that. But the point being, you wanted to have something like this is something an eight year old might be able to afford. Yes, this is something that a teenager with an after school job might be able to afford. This is something that you're you know, that well, grownups like, might get on, to one another. On my gift list, mm-hmm. you know, I have some chores I haven't been able to get to that I would love for somebody to do. I have some inexpensive candy that I love that I won't buy myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a list of thrift books that cost less than $5 that people get me that I would love to have. Right. And what the way that we handle this is you put things on your gift list all year round, whenever you think of something, which means that the gift lists are a lot better. Because as people are thinking during the course of the year, they add things to it. Yeah, something shows up and they might not remember. You know, do you ever have that problem when somebody All says, the time. Tell, me, tell me what you're hoping for? And you think, oh gosh, everything I was thinking about just flew out of my head. All the time. That's yeah. me. So yeah, so keeping the notes. And, and then when somebody, and we use these for birthdays too. And then mm-hmm. if somebody buys it, they go to the gift list and they just erase that. They erase that entry now, so that no one this, else buys it. Now, to make this work best, though, you need to have more than just a couple of things. Because yes. if you only have three things on your list, you know. You, and all three disappear. You know, you know, what, you know what you're going to get. But if you had a bunch of things on your list and, you know, the, there's a range of things. You, you can't predict until the event comes. And so. And, but, and, and so that's worked really well for our family. It's enabled me to. Like I would have never known what, you know, this secret desire my daughter-in-law had last year for a new lamp, for a new um, light fixture of her kitchen table. Mm -hmm. I didn't know she needed a new one, but she put it on there and I was able to find something I knew she would love. And she did love it. Mm -hmm. In fact, there, (laughs) she said when they moved that she's taking it with her. (laughs) Great. You know, that, that gives us a, a, an ability to really please each other, really help each other. And of course it's not just a, uh, this and only this are your options. You know, if you find something that just attracts you and you say, man, they would love this. I know they mentioned this one time, a long time well, ago. Maybe they never mentioned it. Or maybe they haven't seen this, but it's it. perfect for them. You know, that's great. Like we've got some presents stockpiled right now for some people that I think. They, they haven't asked for, but they haven't asked for, it. but they're going to love it. I just know. And so, you know, that the idea is not to say this is, this is my, this is my requisition. You better buy me. <laughs> right. But it's just to say, here are some ideas or some suggestions. 
Now let's talk about a few more things about gift giving. Oh, let me tell you. Let me tell you one other thing okay. that helped on that. You know, we all have certain things that we like. We have certain interests or hobbies or niche or whatever. And those are hard to shop for if it's not your niche. Oh, it is. And so, like, I have a list of some books that I'm, I've been collecting. I'm reading some things in different series. And one of, our, one of our sons was waiting to pick up a car at a mechanic, and he walked into a used bookstore. And he calls me up and says, hey, Dad, you, you like Ellis Peters, don't you? I said, yeah. Well, he, he picks up several copies, paperback copies from this used bookstore of an author that I really like just because he knew that I liked that. Yes. And, and that was just an well, impromptu thing. It was a series you'd never heard of. Well, yeah, it's one I didn't even know this author had written, but but because he knew that was something that was on my list, that general thing, yes. he, he was able to use that when he had an opportunity to pick up something at a discount. So, okay, so go ahead. I'm sorry. And, I and having you. that list allows you to buy things all year, too. Right. Now, you have to help the kids who are too young to have internet access, of course. Yeah. You know, most of ours are adults now, but the, the parents help their kids. We mm -hmm. have grandkids. Mm -hmm. Help their kids make make a list. Right. Or put things on there that they know that their children would like. Mm -hmm. I think one important thing is building a culture of gratefulness and appreciation in your home. Mm -hmm. So that people aren't like, how much, you know oh, this isn't worth anything. It's not an expensive gift, but instead they see it as a gift of love. Mm -hmm. And so how do you do that? Well, first of all, you talk to them about it beforehand, before they get in the situation, you yeah. explain, you know what? You thank whoever gave you a gift. You thank them right then. Mm -hmm. You show gratefulness. What if you don't like it? You thank them anyway, and maybe we can trade it or maybe we can make it work somehow, mm -hmm. but you never complain about a gift someone's given you. Right. You, you got to train your kids in these things. Mm -hmm. um, something else we do that I really love is mm -hmm. um, we take turns opening presents, going around the room opening presents. Now, that means it takes us a long time to open presents because we have a lot of people in our yeah, family. Yeah, that, that frustrated some of our extended family because, you know, they... Well, like when I was growing up, we just, we hit the floor in Christmas, like, like we were on a search and destroy mission. <laughs> and I mean, we opened everything all in a rush. Boom, 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 boom. And, you know, since we've been married, we kind of, we slowed that way down and it's always well, been helpful. My family kind of had a balance. Mm -hmm. On Christmas Eve, we opened all the wrapped presents from people. And then we had Santa Claus on, on the Christmas morning and that you just, mm -hmm. it was all out and you like well, displayed in the store and you went to okay, it. Okay. Yeah. But we don't we don't celebrate Santa Claus. Our mm -hmm. kids do still love Christmas and still get plenty of presents. Mm -hmm. But we weren't comfortable telling our kids, here's somebody who knows when you've been bad or good and mm -hmm. can visit the whole world in one night and mm -hmm. has all these attributes of God and then say, uh -huh. Oh, we were only joking. Yeah, but he was imaginary. We were pretending. Yeah. Yeah, we weren't comfortable with that. That's okay. Your your conviction may vary. Right. But um so we open all our presents on Christmas Day. Mm -hmm. Christmas Eve is our time for our mm -hmm. family. Kind of we have a family party reception mm -hmm. with fancy foods and fancy dishes. And mm -hmm. we sing carols and it's, read the Christmas story. It's a really fun time. Mm -hmm. But we go around and take turns opening gifts. Mm -hmm. My family did that on Christmas Eve. But okay. we take turns opening gifts so that you everybody can enjoy it. They can enjoy seeing what other people are getting and rejoice with them. Yeah. And that's made for some really special times. Like, do you remember the time when you had cancer? Mm -hmm. And I had not had time to shop because we were trying to save your life. <laughs> and I was all in a panic. Right. And 
a bunch of friends went shopping for us and we mm-hmm. didn't even know what our kids were getting for Christmas day. Mm-hmm. And it was so neat because what our tradition is you get a present and you read the tag to say who it's from mm-hmm. and then you open it and then you thank them. Mm-hmm. And I remember child after child opening that present mm-hmm. saying, this one's from Jesus. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So that, that's been special. One of the things we do, I just mm-hmm. want to tell people in case they're yeah. going to try this, how not to get in trouble with it. Right. If you run out of gifts, like usually the adults run out of gifts before the kids do, uh-huh. then you open one of the gifts that's labeled for the family. And I always make sure that there's some of those, a DVD that everybody might enjoy or some, a special treat, some candy that a box of candy, everybody likes, mm-hmm. you know, that there's some gifts wrapped up just for family and you get to open a family gift. And, you know, if you get lots of people in and out of the house, it, it's useful to have some uh, a stockpile of uh, non-specific gifts, gifts you know. <laughs> yeah, some, some things that you can. Oh, I, I've had an unexpected need. To, a Christmas to mug, um, a box of candy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some things wrapped that you can give an unexpected guest. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So all of those things are there's a good, good ways to take some of the stress out. And, you know, one of the things, too, um, we have always we've always encouraged our kids to appreciate even the things which are used or old, like old books or, or old f- tools or family heirlooms of some sort or another yes. or keepsakes or, you know, and uh, to say, Hey, this is something that your that your grandfather loved. You yes. Then, and, and one of the nice things about that is it encourages them in that habit of gratefulness in all circumstances, but also, you know, when you, um, when you get something that is, that came from an unexpected source, you know, from a flea market or I found it on eBay, or it's, it's something that I picked up, you know, some unexpected state sale or something, you don't know what somebody spent. And that's actually a very good thing. Cause sometimes a person gets a deal and said, wow, I got this whole box of books for just $5 at the library sale, but you know, they're worth a whole lot more than I spent on it. Oh, listen, so, I was real uh-huh. last year to get all that Christmas china that matches my set. And I know it's not being produced mm-hmm. anymore. So I know they must have gotten it a yard mm-hmm. sale or, or eBay or, yeah. you know, one of the companies so. that finds China for you, but mm-hmm. I was thrilled to get it. Mm-hmm. Now I've got yeah. dishes and my great kids can eat off of too. There we go. Um, so I know that the moms are saying, well, if we open gifts that way, how am I going to produce Christmas dinner? Well, Mm -hmm. let me tell you what I do. Mm -hmm. On Christmas dinner, we love, we love to eat. Mm -hmm. Uh, But on Christmas dinner, I want things that I can stick in the oven and not have to mess with. And so what we do is we do ham and a bunch of casseroles because, you know, we're Southerners and Mm -hmm. casseroles are it. And so we have, um, we have a brown rice casserole with like beef consomme. Some people call it butter rice. Mm -hmm. We have baked macaroni and cheese, mm-hmm. green bean casserole, <laughs> squash casserole. And all those kind of things can be assembled and put um, in the refrigerator potato casserole. Yeah. Things I can assemble a day or two in advance. And then we, when everybody needs to go to the bathroom in the middle of opening gifts, I say, yeah. Hey, somebody give me a hand. And we put the casseroles in the oven. Yeah. Yeah. And something like that, that doesn't take a lot of supervision. In well, the and then we have a feast and it's fantastic. Right. But I don't have to stay in the kitchen with it. So that's, that's how that works. That's a good management tool. We're there. about out of time. Okay. If you are still shopping for gifts, and mm-hmm. you probably are, I certainly am, mm-hmm. please head over to our site because when mm-hmm. you buy from our site, it helps keep us writing and speaking. 
And so go to raisingrealmen.com slash shop mm -hmm. and there you'll find adventure gear, mm -hmm. great fiction, character building audiobooks that are mm -hmm. the library. You need to check that out. Those are the books that our mm -hmm. kids, our adult kids say help them to, to grow up to be the kind of men that they are now. And also Craftsman Crate. Yes. The subscription box that builds your skills. It's a, it's a new artisanal craft skill every single month. Um, or you can buy individual boxes too on our yes. website there. You can so. find the individual boxes at raisingrealmen.com slash shop. Mm -hmm. You can subscribe at craftsmancrate.com. And mm -hmm. I mean, y'all, this is really awesome. We've done things like wood carving mm -hmm. and candle making and soapstone carving and basketry and globe making and yeah, we've done punch tin, everything things. you can imagine. Ama amazing stuff there. And so if you have any questions, if you've got something you'd like for us to address on a future podcast, call our listener response line. Okay. It's at 919-295-0321. Just leave us a message and we can answer your question on the air. That'd be a great opportunity. Um, let's see. You can find us on all social media at Raising Real Men. Yep. And uh, you can find this podcast on iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts or Spotify, any, anywhere you get fine and podcasts. And please go review us, okay? Because it helps other people find Absolutely. us. Until next time, I'm Hal. And I'm Melanie. Thanks for joining us. Bye, y'all. You've been listening to Making Biblical Family Life Practical with Hal and Melanie Young. If you found this program interesting, challenging, and encouraging, why not join us on the web at halandmelanie.com. That's H-A-L-A-N-D-M-E-L-A-N-I-E.com. Or follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook slash Hal and Melanie or Facebook.com slash Raising Real Men. This program is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Join us next week when we'll be back to talk about making biblical family life practical. Until then, thank you and God bless you for listening.